welcome back to another episode of Spicing Things Up. I am your host, Brennan Merkel. Here I am with my uh, cute little co-host, the Adidas wearing hype beast vineyard vine sticker guy, Jacob Benson. <laughs> I tried. It kind of I almost I almost went off on a tangent and just started roasting you. So I, I tried to cut it off there, but I was I hope those were compliments. Yeah, I actually was honored that you brought up how swagged out I am in Adidas gear right now. I got sweatshirts, joggers, and shoes on. Yeah. I uh, even thought about socks, underwear, and shirt, but I'm not that extra. Yeah, I, I'm currently rocking the you know sandals, socks and sandals while it's raining out. So I, I, you could that's a, there's a little bit of a notch on on me right there. Nothing ever ceases to amaze me because I picked you up and that was the first thing I thought to myself was like this man is really wearing Birkenstocks and socks and it is like raining right now. Yeah, my life's a movie, man. But how how is your week going? Honestly, it's uh it's a lot better than most weeks. You know, post Easter Jacob is genuinely a happier gun. You've risen. I have risen. Yep. I have risen above the stress that school has been causing me and knowing that I am th- uh, three and a half weeks from graduating crazy i'm ready to burn some bridges as am i i actually today in fact a few hours ago actually to be precise got my covid19 vaccine so i thought you were about to say you had a tweet that's probably going to cancel you in a couple hours uh that that hasn't come out yet but look out for it but yeah officially (laughs) got the vaccine so now we are a 100 percent vaccinated podcast yeah, we are. Few, few can say that. Well, we are 100% the first dose vaccinated podcast. Oh, you, you got Yeah, it. so I got the one that is the single dose. Okay, so yeah. So I'll, I'll probably have to get another one within a few months. And you weren't at all sketched out that a company that makes like baby oil was making vaccines? You know, I would just assume we're not we're not vaccine slandering people here, all right? Right, man? right. If you can get the vaccine, you get it. Uh, you know, they're the two first ones, I know the Pfizer, Moderna, the efficacies are higher, but that's also because it's been out longer and it was originally and more tested. people. It was it. originally tested before a bunch of different strains started happening. So there's been the, more uh, tests. Yeah, the J and J one I know has been tested against a lot more strange with strains of the virus, which causes the efficacies to go down. But it uh, it's still you know it's a, it's something, and I, if it's over fifty percent, it's that's supposed to be a That's very not failing. good it's a it's supposed to be a very good uh um vaccine so i mean i'll take 75 percent. you know did uh did it wipe away your tears after you know I how they have it like on the bottle on the bottles no so i i actually like when i got it you know it stings a little bit uh, as all shots do and she's like the nurse that was working with me uh she was like yeah you're you're bleeding a little bit so she got one of those like cotton swabs Mm -hmm. and pressed down like literally as hard as she could right after i got the shot and i was like i think i made a lie like a just like a whimper little yeah whimper uh but yeah nope out of the way now got the card uh you know i could probably flash it Uh, you just like i feel like that's all it takes sometimes it's just like you you have it on you I don't have it on me. I okay. probably should carry it around. Is that something people do? No, I mean, that's like carrying $500 with your wallet sticking out. Like, that's, but it has your name on it, so it's not like other people. Okay, so it. like a social security card then. There you go. That's probably a little bit more of a comparison I should be making. Yeah, which is kind of crazy if you yeah. think about it. But still, congratulations on getting your vaccine. I'm actually getting my second dose this Friday, which I'm pretty oh, excited okay, about. Okay. Um, but real quick, so over the weekend, Brennan, so when you talked about Godzilla vs. Kong last Wednesday, because you went and saw the premiere. Oh, yeah. So real quick before we get into that, I actually for the first time, watched all four of those movies over the weekend. And Brennan, I hated them. I hated them so much. I am There's all down. There's four? There's four movies. Is there two Godzillas? Before Godzilla vs. Kong, yeah, there's two of them. So there's Godzilla and then there's King of the Monsters. That's right. Both of those movies were hot garbage. The, I think the only movie I liked out of that was uh, the Kong one. Skull Island. Because uh, Samuel Jackson and John Goodman, Tom Hiddleston, I'm not going to say her name, Brie Larson, is in that one too. Why wouldn't you say her name? I am all down. I. You're down bad? No, 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 Brennan. I'm down bad for Brie Larson. Okay, cool. But I do not care for Brie Larson's acting. I don't like her work. Nothing personal, just That's business. But fair. anyway, I think that was the only movie that had not only just action, but it was a, it was a decent story around it too. Godzilla, the first one's all story-based. So there's like no monster action. And then the second one is like all action-based with like very little story. And well, the, the same thing, thing is, goes for Godzilla vs. Kong. The thing is with King Kong, he's monkey. So oh, that, I want and I wanted Monkey so. to win the whole time. They nerfed Kong, bro. Yeah, they nerfed him. But that, that that's my that was my only qualm with the most previous movie. Uh, I don't want to say any spoilers. I won't spoil it. But we won't spoil only, it either. Those are the, just my opinions. The only thing is 
that my criticism of the movie is that for a movie called Godzilla versus Kong, there could have been more Godzilla versus Kong. Dude, the yeah, there's like there's like two fights in the whole movie. I don't care much about a Millie Bobby Brown like subplot. Just give me monkey versus lizard. I'll tell you a real monster verse. Drake's DMs to Millie Bobby Brown <laughs> should have been should have been Drake versus Millie Bobby Brown. What if they just had like a scene where they're like, "Hey Drake, can you like just say these few lines? Give them no context. They throw them in the movie and it's just like somehow their vfx guy just makes kong just like rip him in half somehow and like they don't even tell drake about it they're just like put it in the movie and he's just like oh shit i shouldn't have sent those dms to her <laughs> like as wait, he's wait. being ripped in half <laughs> and he's like wait why am i saying this you guys oh nothing but yeah it was a it was a movie that was made so and uh, how was your Easter? We actually, since that was this Sunday, I think we should talk about how we both spent our days of the re resurrection of Christ. Yeah, so I, obviously my family isn't in Nebraska, so I wasn't able to spend it with my family. FaceTimed them, FaceTimed oh. my little cousins. Um, You're breaking my heart, Brandon. Yeah, so I, I didn't, I was in Lincoln uh, alone, uh, worshiping by myself. I ended up going to lunch, so it was nice. But Jack Daniels was your Easter bunny. Yeah, not not that low, but... Sorry. I had a decent weekend actually to kind of counter that. I went to a skate park for the first time on Saturday with my new board and um I could I, I can't shred, bro. I actually got so intimidated because the park was full of these youngsters and they were like wearing half sagged pants and you got beanies and it's eighty five degrees outside. Like this guy? Yeah. Well, it's not eighty five degrees out right now. That's true. And I just I know your style. But anyway, yeah, these kids there was one dude, you can tell, like he is Tony Hawk Jr. This guy literally went down like a, like a full pipe, right? Like probably at 30 miles an hour on the skateboard. He's going just fast. And he's as he's like lateral, like his, his board and himself are parallel to the sky. He does a kickflip midair like that and lands it. And I was like sitting there, my pants ripped. I was so just intimidated. So like I kind of just dragged my girlfriend. I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to go on the sidewalk and just kind of go back and forth on it. You and then all these bullied by the kids. Yeah. And they all had like these, um, like there was just a squad of them, dude. Like they like, they all knew each other. And like, there was this one girl that had just like rollerblades on. And she looked straight out of a Tame Impala video. Oh yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, where's oh, your the underground band Tame Impala? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made a joke to him about that yesterday. It's pretty funny, but anyway, um, yeah. There's this one kid that like was able to do like a grind, which is where you jump on your skateboard, you yeah. go down that metal bar, and everybody just starts going sheesh. Oh, no. I wanted to join in, but I know I'm not part of the club yet, so um, I just refrained. I was there for like a half hour. And it was 20 minutes away from my house. So I just drove back like just in shame. And I was just like, I'm so sorry to my girlfriend. And then we had to go to church, like which lasted close to, we were there for probably three hours. Sheesh. Sheesh. All right. We're not, I don't want to do that actually, but. It's, it's pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, skate park, like skate park people are like terrifying. So try to separate yourself from them if you can. Yeah. Or join them. I, I wish think, I, I could. Think you, I think you wish you could. I actually, I, I was fitting the apparel, man. I was wearing like, um, like my acid wash, like express, uh, tight jeans with my Stan Smith Adidas and like an oversized t-shirt. So you, you really thought it out. I really did. I was like, <laughs> you this wanted is the to fit. impress. <laughs> this is the fit. This is what I'm wearing to the skate park. Okay. But anywho. How else? How else did you spend your weekend? So Good Friday. So I am a I am a Catholic, and as good Catholics do, uh, Good Friday is a time for um, just an, an copious amount of alcohol consumption. Oh wow! All right. Um, it's so I went to this fish fry. Right, it's the biggest thing in West Omaha on Good Friday, um, and I ate probably not the Pacific Ocean, but I ate like probably the entire Atlantic Ocean. Atlantic Ocean, really? Maybe not that. Maybe like you know, the entire lake in South Dakota or something. But <laughs> the Aral Sea, the Aral Sea. Yeah, <laughs> I had like there was like walleye, there was catfish, there was bass. They had um, bang bang shrimp, which is like a bonefish thing. Oh, so good. Yeah, they had like they homemade like pounds of it. Wow. And they also had buffalo shrimp. Nice. And fry like homemade fries. They had, like a homemade sauce. And dude, yeah, I just I drank. It was like ancient Rome, dude. You were like a a king. Or yeah, like, I felt like an emperor. An emperor. That's yeah. what it is. What? Let him die. Yeah. Is it, it, isn't it kind of crazy 
if you think about it, how like we can just go eat like that at like Red Lobster, just like a normal place, and eat like the emperors did back in ancient Rome times. Like I was were... Red Lobster your go-to. Is it because I just brought up fish? Yeah, and you know I got some ties. I got yeah, some, I, do I got too. the lob gang. You, you too. Know? Yeah. Um, did you ever hear about the one where the guy goes to the Long John Silver's drive-through and they ended up just giving him the store afterwards? Dude, I fun fact, not really fun, but um, <laughs> I've never been to a Long John Silver's. I don't think they exist anymore. See, I there's one in Lincoln. I've seen it. It's closed. Is it closed? Yeah. Can they just like remove the building, please? <laughs> it just looks the, the one next to McDonald's. Uh, have you ever been? Not not eaten from there. No. Okay. Yeah. I, I haven't. I no, I don't plan to ever. And you know what? They need to take the filet of fish off McDonald's menus. I'm pretty sure management laughs at people that order yeah. that. I mean, McDonald's maybe. There's some places that have a good fish filet sandwich though. I know Culver's has good fish and chips because it's like cod. Wendy's has a solid sandwich that they only they only serve during uh, lunch. Lent? So okay. which kind of is you know, it kind of sucks. I'll just try next year. Well, Lent is Lent over. Lent is over, but Easter season is not. But so we can probably, everyone can eat meat on Fridays again without okay. feeling shame. No, that's the thing. I mean, nothing is forcing you from eating meat on Fridays if you're Catholic. But like, you know, you're just going to be like the Scarlet. You're going to have the Scarlet A on you for the whole day afterwards. Scarlet Witch. I almost said Scarlet Witch. I meant the Scarlet A. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get yeah. to the sports talk. Yeah, that, that was a good recap of the weekend. But let's uh, let's delve into the sports industry. Why don't we? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and just completely take back my take on Deshaun Watson. Okay. I uh, I would like to publicly apologize. Um, it is not looking good for him right now. <laughs> I'm not I'm not exactly jumping ship, but um, I just didn't know the facts at the time. And now there are two pe- like two women who have released yeah. their names. And uh, now the police is doing a thorough investigation in Houston. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I still can hope that he didn't do it. But right now it's not looking good. And if these women have actually come forward and identified themselves and the police have been contacted, I kind of just got to see how this plays out. Yeah. 22 lawsuits is not good. Um, he's no. done for. He's a scumbag. Honestly, case closed for me. This dude is not playing it. Oh, he's lost all of his endorsements. He Nike, lost Nike. Yeah, that's a big one. Beats. Dude, Nike even stayed with Tiger Woods during his marital affairs back in 2009. Yeah, so I mean, that was a little bit different, but yeah. Well, okay, a little bit different, but I'm saying like Nike has stayed with athletes through crisis like this, yeah. but I'm glad that they kind of distanced themselves from Deshaun Watson I after this. I think it's, it's probably the best move. Um, it is kind of crazy. I mean, dude was just about to hit his prime. Like he was just about to get out of Houston and yeah, go. So live life somewhere else and you know tear up the turf just shows you man even if you're a kick-ass athlete you don't just get to do whatever you want to do exactly i'm glad i'm glad he's getting called out for it if since if it's all if it's all true so and if it's all bullshit then you know what then we can say oh we we knew yep but uh so yeah right now there's there's the deshaun update that's been going on um but some other quarterback news speaking of quarterbacks getting out of uh, difficult situations. We have Sam Darnold. The Jets are broke. The Jets are well. They're, they're broke. They said they cut him mainly for financial reasons. Yeah. So he he they trade. He was traded. Well, they they got rid of him for financial reasons. My bad. I didn't oh, mean to okay. say cut. That, I mean that makes sense. They have the chance to sign a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal. But yeah, so he was traded to the um <clears throat> the Panthers yep. for, for pretty dirt cheap. I think it was like a, maybe like a second rounder next year. It was like a third rounder this year and like a second and six rounder next year or something so and he gets one hay penny per game and honestly dude the the panthers socials team has done a crazy good job of like hyping this up they released like the sweet hype video on him and like i saw it and i was just like you know what now i'm kind of jealous now like i want him it's like what no, it's, like, it's like when a little like kid gets a new toy and they it might not be new but like they're showing off to friends it's just like well i didn't want it before but now i do um, and then you ditch it two weeks later or you leave so, it at a lawn sale or something. So I don't know, dude. I mean, I'm sure Sam Darnold is just so incredibly happy to be out of the Jets organization. Oh my God. Even if they're, tr- if they are trending upwards, it's still the Jets. Um, now he's got a, like a sweet team, Christian McCaffrey. You got a bunch of fast, uh, wide receivers. Ron Rivera is a beast. So it's like, uh, oh no, he's, he's not there anymore. I'm so dumb. Uh, what's their, who cares what their coach's name is? Ron Rivera is that? Washington. Okay. But you know what I mean? Um, it's a better situation. He he'll probably be so glad. Now, the only bad thing is, is like now Teddy Bridgewater is probably 
out of that situation. Matt Rule is Panthers head coach, by the way. Matt Rule. I, I knew the name. He's a beast. I actually love Matt Rule. So I don't love him enough to remember his name yeah, off the say. top of my head. But Would you rather have him over Andy Dalton as your quarterback for the Sam Bears? Donald? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean. One ginger for another. Yeah, exactly. I saw a funny joke where it was like um, Carolina, their management was like so happy. They're like, wow, like I can't believe like we got Aaron Donald. They're like, no, we got Sam Darnold. They're like, what? <laughs> Dude, I don't know what it is with um, professional teams. Like, their social media accounts have been going off lately. Like, I've noticed on TikTok, like, the Detroit Lions and the Bulls and um, a couple the hockey Bills. teams. The Bills had a good and TikTok. the Bills. Yeah, but, like, they have, you know, I know those are interns, like, doing all that. But, yeah. like, they need to be, like, promoted. Yeah, which it's <clears> kind of, like, that's the one good thing as much as as many of the – uh, differences i have with technology the one good thing has been you know social media and sports like the sports teams being involved on social media organizations so imagine what our kids are gonna be doing technologically i don't even want to imagine have you seen this whole thing about like the um amazon um grocery stores that like have zero human contact like you just have to go in take some whatever you want and it as you're leaving it scans every like your cart scans itself pretty much and it charges to your bank account, whatever you like, whatever you take from the store. Dude, Amazon's becoming Skynet from Terminator, man. I literally like Amazon scares the <laughs> shit out of me, dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think Jeff Bezos is a real human being anymore. I think yeah. he and Mark Zuckerberg are part of this, like. Well, Bezos, he's not the CEO anymore. Step down from it. Well, I'm sure but this still, is. Like, I'm sure this is part of what his crazy idea. I mean, yeah. Steve Jobs, you know, a lot of the stuff that Apple is still coming out with were his ideas still. Yeah. So, I, I'm scared of him, but. But yeah, so back to NFL. We need doomsday bunkers. We do. I agree. But uh, speaking of quarterbacks, looks like there's going to be a lot of drama within the first five picks. Um, we had the uh, 49ers basically came out and said that they are pretty keen on drafting Mac Jones, which a lot of teams instantly are like, she, but um, she. Uh, now it's looking like Atlanta's also keen on trading back from their number four pick, which means that the first three picks are likely going to be Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and now Mac Jones, if that's what the 49ers pick. Mm -hmm. So now this number four spot's open that I'm sure a lot of teams are just going to be like crazy, like brawling for trades to make with the Falcons. Hopefully the Bears. I wouldn't hate the Bears trade up for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, who who do you take at four? Because I mean, you have Fields, you have Trey Lance. Who who would you take between those two guys? Um, I feel like the safe pick would probably be Fields, but yeah, pro I would definitely say Fields just because you know he did get his team to the national championship against Alabama. Yeah, he had a pretty good pro he, day. He had too. a very good pro day. Like I just, I definitely think he's your number four right there. I used to, I used to, I still do like Trey Lance, and I think he'll be a good quarterback, but. You got to kind of think about like this dude has not played a snap in like almost two years. So it's right. Like, he that is like good for injuries, whatever. I know you, he didn't want to injure himself or play in the COVID season, um, which is fine. Athletes are capable of making that decision for themselves. But I, Fields, I, I feel like he's a high risk, high reward type of guy. Yeah, but I do. I, I feel like he's a little bit safer at four. I don't know. I've just I've just been talking myself into the possibility of a team trading up for it so i think he's a safe pick yeah but yeah uh nfl draft is in person now they're starting to invite uh the players let's go so, i know i'm, I'm excited i'm so hyped we need to we need to do something for it yeah i agree even last year when it was like all online i was still hyped for it so yeah i remember last year when that happened i was i don't know if i talked about it on last week's show Roger but goodell like in his basement yeah just had all his trophies well, it, and accolades everywhere pictures with famous people i'm just like i hate you dude. yeah and do you remember like when dave port and i like literally won the raffle because he bought like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of tickets to have like lunch or dinner with roger goodell and like he declined what was that it for? it was for like a charity or something but oh. yeah i just he declined it yeah roger got like declined it we we oh, love, we're big fans of portnoy on this cast but um uh, i was just I'm no, I wouldn't call myself a big fan, but okay, maybe I'm not. not a, I'm a bigger fan uh, of him than I am of Roger Goodell, sure, but that's also not saying too much, in my opinion. Okay, well, anyway, we're not Barstool, so <laughs> we're not gonna act like Barstool. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was just I was drunk at a golf course during the NFL draft last year because I completely forgot it was happening. That's sick. Right after my 21st birthday, so I was like, let's just, let's go. Oh, you drink, dude? Yeah, bro. <laughs> 
All right. All right. Should we get to speaking of drinking? Should we get to Paul Pierce? <laughs> Prime example of some drinking done right there. Yeah. So kids at home, um, if you work for a very well-known uh, sports entertainment media company such as ESPN, don't just go for, on Facebook. Just throwing it out. Just for example, ESPN. Yeah, I'm hypothetically speaking here. <laughs> Um, don't go on Facebook Live with uh, half-naked women, clearly intoxicated, smoking joints, and smoking joints, and saying uh, "shake them," uh, T-I-T-T-I-E-E-S, girl, <laughs> as they're wall twerking and throwing ass at the camera with WAP by Cardi B playing in the background. Yeah, so um, just don't do it if that's gonna hurt your image. Yeah, even even if you're a like multi, don't do it unless winner. you're like on your way out anyway i agree and still we don't uh we don't devalueize women on this podcast but um i'm just saying if you're gonna throw a wild ass party and you're gonna post it on facebook live um yeah do it if you're like planning on leaving anyway yeah and you want to just burn as many bridges as possible i'm actually also kidding just don't do it at all i'm just throwing jokes out to yeah. see what sticks yeah but yeah in case you guys didn't know paul pierce was uh fired by espn for doing all of those things that we just said not to do yeah i, I think the the funniest part about that video is somebody on the comments said uh bro you're gonna get fired for this you're so fired and he's like i don't care if i'm fired i don't give it an f-a-f-u-c-k like <laughs> I don't give an F-U-C-K. i'm trying not to cuss very much on this podcast i know i'm failing miserably a lot but <laughs> No, he, honestly, though, like Paul, it was kind of, it was really funny. It was but hilarious. It, it, he is probably going to be fine. He probably will get hired by somebody else. He will. Know? Yeah. I was going to say, you know, if he's not, he's not going to be unemployed for long. No, he, he's doing okay for himself. Watch Barstool pick him up, though, because they look for those kinds of personalities to like just show to the public. Well, yeah, like, oh, I mean, hey, he looks for us. They kind of butt heads with ESPN a lot. So it's like if they, if ESPN has somebody that they're throwing out, I feel like that is like Barstool's like a sanctuary. Well, there's a lot of people that have been fired or let go from ESPN that get picked up at really successful places. So oh yeah, it's like it, this isn't that big of a deal for Paul Pierce, especially Paul Pierce. I mean, dude is probably still sitting on a lot of his. Colin Coward's a good example too. Colin Coward, Jamel Hill, all these people. I mean, yeah, but yeah, um, they're building their empires. Exactly. S- speaking of women in sports, though. Um, because the Jamel Hill, I guess I could call, count that. But the women's national championship was way, or the women's final four, maybe just the tournament in general was way better than the men's tournament. I would say games. Well, I, I didn't really watch too many of either. Dude, I like I had trouble watching a lot of the men's. None of them were good, other than the UCLA Gonzaga final four game. Yeah. Um which had the crazy Jalen Suggs buzz, buzzer beater. But other than that Did you game, see a celebration after, by the way? That was pretty yeah, sick. Dwayne Wade. Well, they put it in slow motion, and they had a Kanye West song in the background. Yeah, and like, Father Stretch My Hands. Yeah, yeah, that's what they it was. They did that like, to, Right at the bass drop, too. It was, they, it was, it was gorgeous. That's like a, a classic uh, buzzer beater song. They did that with that Dame shot against, uh, was it the the Pace or the Clippers, maybe? If you're Metro, don't trust you, I'm going to Hey, name you're three people that going. trust you right now. Uh, Young Metro. Oh, okay. Uh, first one. I see what you did there. I was gonna say, if you didn't say Young Metro, I was like, he's coming for you, bro. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I do think the NCAA tournament was it, it was crazy this year to say the least because there were a lot of uh, you know upsets and a lot of the teams that I was rooting for, hoping would do well, didn't play. So that might have you know caused yeah. me to not care as much yeah. as usual but r.i.p colgate man the one shining moment was still electric as always i look forward to that after every tournament um but yeah good for baylor uh they kind of made they made it into like a redemption story almost they did and uh that's also because this was actually baylor's first national championship yeah and, and i thankfully i listened to uh the guru we had on here a few weeks ago matt walls and i made baylor one of my picks um right after that interview ended and it won me my bracket really i am a bracket champion in the glizzo league the glizzo wow like glizzy like a hot dog yeah it's I, a it's a it's a inside joke you with don't me and have the boys. to explain it please okay well anywho i um actually placed like two hundred eighty thousand in the country wow so i was like you know what not too shabby or i right. guess in the world because i know there's definitely not that many people because like there's like close to like four million. You know what? Never mind. That's doable. That's what doable. What are you talking about? I don't know. I thought more people 
did it outside the U.S. than I originally. Were you gonna say there's only four million people in the U.S.? No, 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 Brian. No, I was gonna say. Um, I don't even know what I was gonna say. But anywho, I want to get to uh, Scott Drew, Baylor's head coach. So after the game, the best thing that I heard uh, from this guy was, as RG three would always say, "No pressure, no diamonds." Mm-hmm. Think about. So let's let's dive into this and analyze this a little bit here. Baylor was under a lot of pressure because because Gonzaga was officially undefeated going into this game. Like yeah. they had a perfect season. I think Baylor lost one or two games. Yeah. They're 20 and two. Right. So, um, yeah. And the fact that that was their first national championship in beating Gonzaga, who, by the way, going into that final game, I kind of had a feeling Gonzaga was just going to play like, like hot garbage. And they did. Gonzaga did not look like a good basketball team in that game. Yeah. And considering they, you know, barely won in overtime against UCLA, which, you know, we got to give Pac-12 their their due respect. They played the hell out of this tournament. Uh-huh. Um, I do think that Baylor 100% deserved that win. Oh, yeah. Dude, I mean, there was honestly... And Gonzaga the, can continue their streak of choking. From the start of the game, there honestly, like, wasn't a period of time where I was like... Oh, they set the message from the start. Yeah, it was like they went on like a 9-0 run to start the game. And I know, like... They were up quite a bit, and then Gonzaga ended up bringing it back down to like 10 at half or something, and everyone's like, oh, they're coming back, and then second half was the same story. It was just Baylor was shooting lights out. Uh, there was never a doubt, honestly. But yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, the The redemption story that they were pushing was like 18 years ago when one of their players like shot another player. Did you hear about that? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, so one of the teammates killed another teammate 18 years ago. Um, for what literally in the locker room I, I was reading something about it he was like he thought people were trying to kill him because he like thought he was Jesus or something so he obviously was not uh, so this guy smoked DMT like before practice or <laughs> probably something. but I was like they were they were mentioning that but without mentioning the whole story they were like oh this is a great redemption story and I was like is it though I don't know if that's a that's probably why they've had to rebuild all these years because everyone's like, I don't want to go there. <laughs> well, and wasn't Baylor one of the schools that had like just an egregious amount of sexual assault allegations yeah, against I'm the football sure. team? Against the football team, yeah. But and it's also like I'm every year I'm like, oh, let's have somebody else win win the Natty other than like the Blue Bloods, you know, Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, and this year Baylor. And I'm just like, uh other than Baylor, don't really care. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's why I was kind of into the girls one. I mean, the girls one, unfortunately, it's like kind of the same thing. We're like blue bloods wise, not they're not the blue teams, but it's like Connecticut, Texas A&M, UConn, UConn uh, Texas. Uh, what's the other one? Mississippi, who Arizona, because who won it? It was it was Arizona versus you're asking the wrong guy here, friend. I'm sorry. Yeah, unfortunately, I wish I did keep up more with just all sports in general, but like um as far as like the ncaa women's goes like i just i cannot um keep up with it unfortunately but um okay so it was stanford it was stanford, it was stanford so okay. they were they played against arizona so i think stanford's usually pretty good i know they're good in volleyball oh yeah so, they're fantastic yeah they always they're, they're like the only school that volleyball. like would beat nebraska consistently and nebraska's a very good volleyball team but yeah the the final score i want to say it was like it was 54 53 so it was such a close game all the final four games, the UConn game was super close. UConn, yeah. um, the Texas game against UConn to get to the final four was really close where Texas had, uh, or yeah, it was like Texas, they didn't call a foul in the last second uh, where they probably you know could have changed the game. UConn might have not even made it to the final four, which I learned that um, UConn has actually made 13 straight final fours. Oh. <laughs> You're biting your lip. No, I'm not biting my lip, but uh, it's crazy, dude. Like, they're just such a crazy good program. But, um, yeah, so good for uh, good for Stanford. Uh, glad glad to see someone that's not, you know, like one of those top top dogs in the Women's Basketball League uh, make it or win it this year. So, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going back to Gonzaga. So, uh, you know, Corey Kispert? Yeah. Yeah, so after the game, he told the press, you really do forget what it's like to lose. And I'm just like, bro, you guys haven't won a national championship in God knows how long now. They've like, never won. They've never won? No. Okay, so they've, they've never won. They've made a championship. Like, you, you, they've actually made like 
six straight Sweet 16s, but like that doesn't really say that much. Yeah, I mean, I, I know they had an undefeated season prior, but like, did you really think it was going to happen? Yeah, I know. Going what against an asshole. Baylor. Did you also see that freak on Gonzaga? Um, this is making me change my mind. I'm glad Baylor won. <laughs> well, that one dude, um, the other, uh, Drew Timmy, mm-hmm. the center. Yeah. They were down like 15 points. He made like a hook shot. And he does, he was like, he's the one with the handlebar mustache. He does like the mustache celebration as he's running away. The guy that looks like me. Yeah. Okay. Very, yeah. For the listeners, no. But for Jacob, yeah. Um, So he was like running down the court, you know, celebrating. I'm like, bro, you're down 15 points. Maybe save the mustache celebration. How about? Was he the guy that looked like Farva from uh, Super Troopers? (laughs) Yeah, he didn't, he doesn't look great. I'll give you that. Okay. But I he, apparently every game somebody would ask him about his mustache and he loved it. He loves talking about it. Kind of so. like how I like talking about this podcast to strangers that exactly. I meet at bars. Exactly. So, oh, bro, you got to check out this sick podcast. I do. <laughs> but yeah. Um, how about we get uh, or we change the scope here? Talk about some golf other sports that are coming up. Yeah. So it's Masters week. It is Masters week, baby. We're going back to Augusta. Yeah, back to Augusta. This is actually, so Masters week is always my favorite week of the year, aside from my birthday week, which is also in a couple of weeks, which first of all, really quick, how's, how's your roast for me coming along? Uh, Are you building it slowly? I feel like you're just going to ride it the day before. I know. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah. But it, it won't be too bad. You know okay. I mean? I already kind of did a little bit of a roast today, so. Oh, in the intro? Yeah. Okay. But it'll get worse than that. Okay. Well, anywho, uh, so Masters Week is like the most exciting thing. I remember when Tiger Woods won it a couple years ago, I was sitting in an Applebee's booth with a uh, guy like had just finished golfing that day. And I was sitting in an Applebee's booth with uh, my friend, uh, Corey, who's a PGA guy uh, down in Arizona now, and somebody else. And we're just watching this happen like on the Applebee's television. And that was... I think I even made a tweet just about the the sheer emotion I was feeling watching Tiger Woods win a Masters while I'm eating uh, a Fireball whiskey burger. Wow, that sounds kind of gross. I'm not gonna lie. It's gas. It's gas. <laughs> but uh, anywho, yeah. So I'm super excited. I definitely think this week. Um, it, I'm thinking DJ or Max Homa. I think Max an American's winner? gonna win it. DJ, he he would he's the DJ's the safe choice. He won it last time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my pick is going to be John Rom. John Rom? Yep. He just he just had a child. So yeah. I'm 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 well he his wife had a child. Well maybe he'll be too busy thinking about his kid than like focusing on the course. See, I don't think so, man. You always gotta take the the emotional edge player that is coming into a game or something, a team that just, you know, lost lost someone, lost a coach, a coach's relative died or something or a baby is born you know it's always you got to take the emotional edge well i know the media is going to love him oh absolutely well maybe i don't know he's not one of the top guys the top guys are still you know dustin johnson well you know that's Um, a story that no one hears from you know what i should have done this for my last story with unlimited sports yeah dustin johnson right now is eight to one odds yeah he's favorite most likely going to win it i do want max Homan to win it because he just won the genesis invitational I think he's like fresh hot right now, just on golf. Yeah. And um, I think he could do it. You know, you got the regulars, Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau. Did you see that video of him just being a Terminator, just destroying balls? At he's a, a golf villain. He is a golf villain. Um, he's so fun yeah, to watch, though. Yeah, he is fun to watch. You have McElroy still out there. They're like right behind those guys. Kepka. Kepka just had surgery, so I don't know if he's going to be doing it or not. <laughs> um, surgery in March or something. He had a tweet that hinted at him going to it. Or oh, participating. Hey, I, I want to know something real quick. What would you sacrifice to be a caddy for any of those guys in a Masters tournament? Oh, my God, dude. It'd be so sick. I'd probably sacrifice, like, well, like, I wouldn't say body part. Maybe my firstborn child. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just kidding. Nah, uh, I don't know. It would be That would be one of the best jobs I think you could have. Yeah, and... Um, I can't imagine the swass that I would get, but, like, it would be worth it. <laughs> the swass. Dude, that's the worst part about being on a course. Oh, yeah. Especially... You got to dress for the golf course because you don't want to show any signs of sweat fatigue or anything. Yeah, just wear black. Yeah, you just got to wear black. Yeah, but um, I don't... It's like Georgia in April is a warm time of the year down there still. Like, that is... Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's it's... It's going to be common on a lot of on the lay people that are going to be watching this because they're allowing fans. Yeah, I know. But um, 
Yeah, I think I would. Um, if, okay, so unless I was caddying for Dustin Johnson, I think I would never wear Adidas clothes again. Like if they're like, hey, you can never wear Adidas, um, but we'll let you caddy for any of these people. I'm like, let's let's do it. Is is that like a huge thing for you? Yeah, because that's like. 90 percent of my wardrobe yeah or or i can never wear pocket tees ever again that's unreal i think i would give up the, my dignity i would um you just wear a diaper on the course i would i would, uh, I would just wear gray shorts or a gimp suit i would just wear gray shorts so then oh. yeah, and so everyone could see gray gray shirt gray shorts so then everyone could just see that i'm just sweating and but i would be having the time of my life i'm glad you didn't say a thin white shorts wet t-shirt contest well yeah that's the thing too you can see through that's, it man, if you're sweating if i it's basically a wet t-shirt contest if i wear white to just in your rectal area yeah i feel dirty just saying yeah, that that was that was kind of sus for sure but i'll cut that part out <laughs> no you won't i know um, but yeah no i wanted to look up as well who had like the craziest odds to win it and it's actually larry mize 62 years old golfer he won it in like 87 or something so he's not a he's not a rookie or anything he knows no. what it he knows what it takes to win yeah but yeah the odds were three thousand to one probably because so. he's gonna get like our i mean i'm not trying to sound ageist or scan um what's the word i'm looking for? i'm not trying to slander the, uh, the old folks but he might just his joints probably are not going to be doing him well while he's doing 62 this he's not that bad i don't know man my mom's 51 she's got arthritis in the joints sister Jean is 800 years old and still breathing <laughs> yeah but she sits in a chair in an indoor facility <laughs> and it just raises her hands like moses and her Dude, team wins that that video of uh who was it george h bush where he's like oh at the ranger stadium at the rangers game just lit his mouth is so he has no idea where he is he just raises the the uh, I baseball could, it was so <laughs> sad it was so sad but it was so funny <laughs> It honestly is hilarious. God, re God rest his soul. God rest his soul. But, but um, oh my God, I'm just remembering that video. That right video now. is so classic. He's just sitting there. Yeah, everyone cheers. Is wide all open. he does, he's literally his mouth is wide open. He's like, looks like he's asleep. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he just raises the, just raises the ball. Doesn't say anything. Does that have the crazy. same energy of George W. Bush doing the first pitch at Yankee Stadium right after 9/11? I mean, I don't think you can compare those two. They made a thirty for thirty about that, dude. That was a crazy. That was a crazy moment. Yeah, it was every, a solid pitch too. He threw a strike. Yeah, I actually, I, every time it's baseball season, I just watch that video just to get amped up because I yeah. don't think that watching uh, the Friday Night Lights movie always just amps me up for sports. Yeah. So golf, golf talk is fun. We'll talk. We'll recap it. I'm sure. But yeah, I actually of baseball. We should probably talk a little bit about that. Real quick though, um, now that it is Masters Week, I'm going to grind through the Tiger documentary on HBO. Because oh, yeah. I, I watched like 30 minutes into the first episode and I just completely forgot about oh, it. I'll miss him this year. That's for sure. Me too. He'll be with us in spirit though. Mm -hmm. He's he, alive still, but yeah. he'll... I was going to say, he made him sound like he's dead. No, he's not dead. He's far from. Yeah. But I am a little sussed out that uh, they're not releasing the like reports of the accident. Like they Like it makes it sound like they found something that caused the crash. Maybe. I mean... I'm just going to keep my hopes high though. No one was hurt other than himself. Correct. So... You know, if they got to, you know, if he was on a Zen or something, they can, they've got to, you know, push but that down. But I'm also going to remember, you know what? He had back surgery a couple of weeks prior to that. So maybe he was on like, is it like some kind of painkiller or something and just, yeah. oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. He's alive. Yep. Okay. On to baseball. Yeah. On to baseball. So opening day was last Thursday. Uh, the Royals are three and two. So second in their division, right? Yes. Twins. Yeah. Good. Twins are always good. I don't Twins know why. are good. Uh, the socks are good, but they they're getting screwed by some injuries right now. I actually plan on going to the Royals Red Sox game at Kauffman in I was June. White Sox, but yeah, White Sox. Yeah. Oh my well, bad. Well, division. you say Sox. White Sox are in your division. So yeah, that's why I was going with that. The American League. <clears throat> yep. So, um, you know what's annoying about the White Sox? Every yeah. year it's like this too. Well, you're a Cubs um, fan, so I guess a lot of things annoy you about yeah, the White Sox. Yeah. So they always sometimes they'll have like a slump of you know games a couple of injured players whatever so their fans you know they just start getting desperate and they just turn to slandering the cubs and i wish they would just like you know focus i don't know on their uh rivalry with the detroit Tigers wait okay so real quick was the white the white Sox team or fans were like white Sox fans i see it all over okay Twitter. well you know toxic just, fans exist everywhere they, but it's like it's so 
constant with White Sox slandering the Cubs. I don't even like, you know, the Crosstown Classic's fun when we play them, but I consider our rivalry as St. Louis Cardinals. You know, yeah. that's the team. That would make a lot more sense. The Dodgers, I would, uh, because we always meet them in the playoffs. The Brewers, I don't like uh, as a Cubs fan. But um, it's so annoying just seeing the constant like slander by Sox fans. I'm like, don't you guys have like the Minnesota Twins, the Detroit the Tigers, the... and maybe this year the Royals? Yeah, if they're good enough. So I don't know. It's it's annoying. I mean, obviously some fans suck more than others. Like Cubs, I know that like well, Sox, Sox can't get enough of you know calling Cubs fans bandwagoners, and that's that's true to an extent. I mean, there's a good probably like thirty percent of Cubs fans that just are people that own a Chris Bryant World Series jersey with like the gold? Like they just letters. started watching games in 2016. Pretty yeah, much. pretty much. Yeah. So that's uh, that's my only qualm with the baseball as of right now is I it's been I've seen it a lot recently. I'm like we're literally five games into the season. Why don't you just relax and worry about your own team? You yeah, know? take a chill pill, bro. A chill pill. Let me enjoy. Relax, this. John. Let me enjoy B. this warm weather and bright sunny days and. All these ballparks, you know? Yeah. Relax, John. Let me enjoy a full-ass stadium next to sweaty people in Texas. Drinking a, an IPA and a hot dog. You know what I'm saying? I was making a jab at the Rangers having a, just a fact, packed stadium. Packed stadium. Yeah. yeah. Still can't believe it. But, but yeah. Well, Texas will be Texas. Yeah. So how are your Royals doing? Sorry. I was I kind of went off a tangent. And you know, the three and two, uh, they had their series against the Rangers um, last week. And... Yeah, like those games were pa- they you, they played in Texas, right? Uh, the first one was in Kaufman. Okay, okay. Well, so you know, series, you know, the I'm alternate the games. Season. They don't. Oh, then never mind. So it was in Kaufman um, then. It was okay, all okay. I thought but, um, I thought it was uh, in Texas. So currently, the Royals are in Cleveland. Um, so yeah, they, they lost just today. lost today. But yeah. Cubs oh, well. lost today too to the Brewers. Uh, you know what? Um, the fact that there are there's like 80 games in a season, right? More than that. Uh, yeah, two times that. Yeah, yeah hundred sixty. My bad. Um, I don't know why I was thinking eighty. You know what? It's because of uh, yeah, basketball and that movie and last, Major League. And last year was like sixty. So you probably yeah, that movie Major League with uh, Charlie Sheen. Like they have to play like a little over eighty games just to win. Mm, okay. Or they have to win those eighty. So like I don't know, it's just my mind too. I, I watched that movie recently, but um, yeah. Mm. So Royals are doing fine. Um, my hopes are still high. I was wearing my Mike Sweeney jersey last Thursday, just kind of rep the squad, and I was. I actually nobody talked to me about it. Nobody brought up the fact that I was wearing a Royals jersey. Well, the Royals, like, I I don't want to bash on them because they're a fine team. But Thank you. They have a rich history. That's all they are. They're just fine. You know what I mean? Well, they won the World Series six years ago. You're right. They did, but people don't like. They're not intimidated by the Royals. They don't really care. Yeah. If a Royals fan is talking smack, they're you're like, oh, what? Are you, who are you a fan of? The Royals, are like, all right, dude. You know, I'm like. <laughs> No offense. None taken. Like I'm it, used to Kansas City but that, but that's a good thing, honestly. Like, yeah. like how I just mentioned with the Cubs. People hate Cubs fans. You tell them you're a Cubs fan, they're like, oh, pff, come on. You know what? It could be worse. It could be the Astros. True. You def, That's definitely true. If you're a fan of the Astros right now, you just get spit right in your face. Well, let's let's okay, take it. Let's not. take it out back a notch. I, I have uh, ties with the Astros community, but I'm just saying the team could be the Houston Astros. Oh, yeah. That's true. And I obviously like you can't blame fans for what the team did, but like, right? I mean, sometimes you, you know what? I actually respect the people that are sticking with the Astros right now because that proves that you are a true fan that's not going to jump the ship. Astros are still pretty good. Yeah, they made a they made a good run last year too. So it's like, they, if you're a fan, you're gonna be like, ah, whatever. Like, regardless of this, Houston it is, is ha- what Houston's it is. Having a tough go at sports right now, so uh, yeah, because James Harden's out of Houston now, and yeah. Yeah, there's just a whole, it's a whole to do, you know. But yeah, going going to my team, Arietta's back, Chris Bryant's back, Mike Rigatoni, Wilson Contreras is back. Cubs are Cubs are so back their front. Yeah, I just I love the Italian sounding names in baseball, like. What did I say? Nothing, but uh, <laughs> I just yelled Mike Rigatoni and just randomly, unreal, as if I have Tourette's or something. But yeah, other than these past few past few days against the Brewers yesterday and today, uh, where they lost, yeah, everyone gets an off day or two, you know. So I'm and, blaming them. And us not having baseball until very late last year has made me want to watch a lot more games this year because you really don't realize how much you miss something until you don't have it. Yeah, which is also the reason that I was until they're gone. Exactly, and that's also a reason why. Back. 
I uh, stayed up to date as much as possible. Although I couldn't watch that many games, I was still following a lot of the March Madness games just because we didn't have it last year. Yeah. So it's definitely upped my appreciation for the smaller things in life. Yeah. And you know what else is back? Wrigleyville is back. <laughs> I saw a Snapchat video. It was posted on on uh, on Twitter. So it wasn't by some... It, that's where Cubs... Wrigley, Wrigley uh, Field. Yeah. The surrounding areas. Like, has Wrigleyville. A yeah. I just want to point out, too, uh, one of the bars down there is called Merkel's Pub. So, do you, actually, are you a co owner of that pub? I wish. But it, this video was actually happening right outside. Oh, the fight? In the background, you can yeah. see these two chicks just absolutely going at it. <laughs> There's a guy in, just in throwing the, up in the corner. In the, the foreground, yeah. This dude just puking up uh, all of his beers, hot dogs that he's drank. So, what's that Chicago? Um, it's very Chicago. What's that Chicago IPA that you were telling me about? That, Goose like, Island. Goose Island, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, I yeah, we gotta try that sometime. You, there's that one brewery in Omaha that you and I are gonna go to. You know, what? Goose Island's one of those drinks where if you drink it outside of a uh, baseball field. It's not as good. It doesn't hit the same. It really isn't that well, good. It's like drinking a Budweiser at a or Bush at um, Kaufman because you know, I don't know. A good Bush Light is pretty good in a tailgate backyard. In that's true too. Nebraska. Well, Boulevard is brewed in Kansas City. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've had a few of their drinks. They're pretty good too. Yeah, but they they're bad. also kind of like yeah, they're nothing special. But then, it's then okay. Then it's same with Goose Island. Once you get inside the the stadium and you have it's the best beer you've ever drank you know exactly yeah. all right brennan that's it for baseball talk i think i think we ended that on good note so falcon and the winter soldier episode three dropped last friday yes sir i was too drunk from that fish fry to watch it friday night so i watched it today too drunk from the fish no too drunk from the like insanely strong drinks that the bartender did not know what he was making were you hung over for like two days no no i actually was on sunday that was completely fine saturday i just woke up had coffee and then i had a bunch of errands to run i went shopping like all day dude i was trying to make a joke i don't need to hear your whole life story man oh i know i get the joke that you're making you now that i was dead from good friday and i was dead for two days and i resurrected on sunday yeah (laughs) yeah but dude let me know i'm not jesus for errands dude for sure i'm not jesus (laughs) but anywho uh so this episode was actually Probably the best one out right now. Oh, 100%. I love the fact that it was so action-packed and, like, violent. Yeah. My eyes popped when I said that. But, yeah, that was a very good, well-done episode. I like that they brought Zemo back and they just made him, like, just a goofball. I mean, I don't know if I can trust him yet. No, no, me me neither. He was from, what, the Civil War? Yeah, yeah, he's the Hydra agent. Yeah, Hydra agent. Um, So they broke him out. But did you know... The writer for this episode, um, I wrote his name down, uh, Derek Kolstad, is actually the same guy who created the John Wick franchise. So that's probably why it was like insanely graphic. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of like the pacing of it too. Did you kill my dog? Did yeah. you kill my dog? <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, the whole entire pacing of the episode made sense if you think about like. Oh, it was very fast paced. Yeah. I watched it today and I was just like, oh my goodness. And it was like the fastest 52 minutes of my life. Yeah. And we were talking about this before the episodes, but like what made it so cool was like, it almost had like a dystopian like future feel because of the whole Madripoor city, which is like the Marvel MCU made up city. Like Wakanda. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So it, it like all the colors were really cool. So I was like, yeah, I was I, super drawn into it right away. I like that they didn't like overdo the, like the futuristic aspect. Like there was a guy driving an Audi A8. No, that's like, true. It kind of reminded me of like a Fast and Furious scene. Yeah, I mean, um, I also enjoyed the fact that you know it's a super nice area, but I didn't see a single like Lamborghini or Ferrari there. And I'm like, you know what? This is actually something that could be realistic because a lot of people drive Audis and stuff like that. And you know what? Another thing I want to point out. So Zemo's like fit that he had on that episode. With like the, the mask and the coat. That's how exactly how he looks in the comics, too. So they definitely did a fan service doing that. Ah, I see. Yeah, he looked like a beast. Yeah, he looked, and you know, he's just, he looked cool. And um, I definitely just enjoyed uh, Sharon from the CIA from Civil War made an appearance again. Oh, yeah. I can't tell if she's like a good, she's a good guy. She's a good guy, but she's still technically on the run. So like Bucky and Sam got pardoned by the government, but she didn't. Yeah. So she's still kind of like on uncle sam shit list after that yeah no it was i was like huh that's because she was like captain america's neighbor that like in in the first few one of the first love interest oh she was his neighbor yeah yeah she was his neighbor so like then it ended up happening like she was a a shield agent whatever well wasn't she uh peggy carter's like grandniece or something or daughter granddaughter i don't know really yeah huh sharon carter was her name that'd be it she went to her funeral 
and oh. Civil War. Wow, I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah. And then, like, Captain America was, like, biting his lip, looking at it the whole time. He's like, oh, Sierra Carter. Oh, let me, let me get some of that action. <laughs> All right. And dude. they kissed passionately. But, yeah, what, I, what we did find out this episode is that Bucky still has Winter Soldier, like, activation. Um, no, he doesn't. That, they were, that was all, like, part of the plan they were doing. Oh, it was? Yeah. Like, he was just like, all right, hey, like, you guys cannot break character no matter what happens. But I don't know, because what's his face? Sam, like, after that whole scene happened, he's like, you okay, man? And he said, yeah, I'm fine. But well, I'm sure he has PTSD from all of it. They're not going to throw in that random piece of dialogue if that didn't mean something. Yeah. So I feel like there's a little bit something there that Zemo... I don't think Zemo is a good guy. I don't think he is either. So I think that whole, the ten- tendencies, Winter Soldier tendencies are still there for Bucky. Did you ever watch Dragon Ball when you were a kid? A little bit, but not enough. Zemo right now is like, say. this show's Vegeta. Okay, yeah. And I'm not going to go in on that. Yeah, but right. like, just definitely like, kind of the, like works with the heroes, um, but he's doing his own thing and he doesn't have exactly the purest of intentions. Yeah. But he's helping the heroes to for a greater good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Sorry, kind of the, the fact of the matter is, or like my final thoughts was, first of all, I want it, I want to take the super soldier serum. I want it. Seems the subtle like, kind? Yeah, the subtle kind. Um, which it's, it sounds like it killed people because of the two uh, characters that I, I keep forgetting the villains, main villains. Name. One of them had like tuberculosis and died, I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, I'm still, honestly, I'm still quite confused at what the plot and conflict overall is for the show um if it's just them stopping the spread of super soldier serum whatever um because they didn't really focus on the freedom fighters too much this episode no and uh john walker didn't have that much of a appearance too but i I think it's because the fans can't stand him like he is this show's joffrey baratheon and i've never rooted against a character so hard in my life but see joffrey was kind of built a little bit better at, at character arc wise like everyone hated him, but for like a and he progressively good got reason. more and more yeah. hated. This guy is just like a stupid character. It's just dumb. Yeah, you know? John Walker still pissed about the name, dude. How? But yeah. Um, another thing I was gonna ask was like the he's uh, the he's the bootleg Captain America. Exactly. He's the uh, apparently there Dollar was Tree. like apparently it was like a Turkish bootleg Captain America um, like comic series kind of really? thing or like a television show from the seventies that came to light in my eyes over the weekend that it looked pretty funny but yeah um that chick from wakanda showed up in the end yeah i saw that so she's definitely gonna like murk zemo yeah on, live, on facebook live she was um because zemo was the guy who killed T'Chaka. black panther yeah well uh, not t'chaka yeah i guess he was black panther at the time yeah he was um which that's what i meant but uh, Chadwick Boseman's character's father. Right. And that was Civil War 2, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, because that's when... Zemo's was... only appearance was Civil War before this. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's probably there to get revenge or something. Um, I don't really know exactly where that's going to go. She but... is going to cap his ass. I'm excited to see somebody like a uh, Wakanda character come into the, the show. So. Yeah, and I don't know what they're going to do about... Um... T'Challa, the like Chadwick Boseman's character, now that he's like dreadfully passed away. Yeah, they haven't really dealt with it yet. They haven't, and I've been seeing more stuff that like they're gonna have him like die off camera, and like his sister's gonna become queen. Okay. Um, don't know that how sense. that's gonna work yet. They are making Black Panther two in the next few years though, yeah. so we'll we'll figure that out when we get there. But yeah, it'll be interesting. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But um, but yeah, another thing that I found interesting in the show was like remember when they were at uh. I don't think it was at the the shield agent. I already forgot her name. Sharon. Sharon, yeah. Um, she had like some place she brought them where they had a bunch of different like paintings, stolen artwork. Original, but like they were mentioning how like the museums actually have like the fake ones. Do you think that's true in real life? I believe it. I would believe it too. It's kind of sick. Yeah. It kind of makes me not want to me... go to a museum. Yeah. But... Well, it, like that just awoke the Da Vinci Code in me. Kind of, yeah. Like, I was just like, Great movie, hmm. oh, yeah, I agree. Fantastic. Very much against the Catholic Church, but it's still enjoyable <laughs> for me to watch. But, um, yeah, I I was just kind of blown away that, like, the artwork was cool. And that entire apartment was sick. I was like, you know that what? If I could sick. live in a place like that, like, I will be a war criminal, too. Well, the thing is, if I lived in a place like that, I would probably sell all of it because, like. Just have more money. 
you would probably be a fuck like uh, <laughs> you'd probably be a multi-millionaire. <laughs> I don't think I had to bleep that out because you, you caught yourself. Mid- caught myself there. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, overall best episode yet. Mm-hmm. I'm um, excited. For I'm a Friday. little more invested now. So. Me too. That's kind of what like Wandavision did. It took a few episodes to be like start getting into it. I think right now my primary complaint about the show is like the dialogue is way too quiet, and it's a lot of it is kind of like sappy. Like a lot of the. It's, I mean, that's a lot what Marvel does is the dialogue doesn't usually get that deep, but like it's quippy, it's quippy. And I've noticed it a lot. And especially like, like nobody's like just making jokes while like they're getting shot at by like Bucky just has a bunch of one liners that are just kind of dumb a lot. So it's like, (laughs) check this out. Yeah. Like his arm gets blasted off. But I, I, it it seems like it's kind of trending upwards. So I don't really know where it's going still. Like, I mean, we're still going to watch it. Still going to watch it. Still going to tell you guys about it. Mm -hmm. So, oh, and real quick. So something we did not mention last week. So Chet Hanks, the, uh, the son of Tom Hanks. Has officially declared that White Boy Summer is happening in 2021. I. What are your thoughts on this? See, honestly, I don't like Chet Hanks. He's a funny me. He's funny to meme on, and that video was funny to meme on. But dude's a scumbag. And honestly, White Boy Summer. Colin like, Hanks was clearly the more successful Hanks son. Yeah, and I think uh, I don't think this summer is like the best timing for a White Boy Summer. So. Probably have, we'll have to disagree with. Chet. Are we a couple of years away from White Boy Summer? I think so. So, which is it's fair, it's fair, but you know I'll just have my a regular summer. How about you know what? Let's just counter um, Chet Hanks's White Boy Summer rules because he said uh, no salmon colored shirts, no flannels, and uh, wear it all. Yeah, we'll just only wear salmon colored shirts and flannels and vineyard vines, and <laughs> we are gonna count, we're gonna counter Chet Hanks White Boy Summer. Yeah. Exactly. Then we'll like we'll make ours F boy summer. Yeah, we'll make it uh, spicy summer. Spicy uh, summer. Uh-huh. We need. Should we make some merch? Even though this podcast probably isn't going to exist a year from now. It would be. Yeah, probably not the best financial decision to do that. Probably not, considering we're a nonprofit podcast. Yeah, it would just be out of our pockets, but it would just be us two wearing it. Correct. But yeah, and we also still have Christmas lights in our uh, design. So. Like I said, if any of you listening at home want to change our cover art, I'm open to ideas. Yes. I will literally accept just like a, a like a poop emoji. Yeah. At this point, just throw Jacob in some tight jeans. And- yeah, which is like pretty much every picture of me wearing jeans. <laughs> I I just found my first. I'm gonna write that down. My first piece of roast. Uh, oh damn it! Yeah. Well, because I'm so. I'm also having a private ceremony um, next Saturday that it's you're also going to roast anymore. me for. Hmm? It's not private anymore now. It's not private anymore, yeah. I'm gonna is that this Saturday? Next Saturday. Okay. Yeah, Brendan is just going to roast the hell out of me at my uh, like fraternity pinning. It's probably just going to – I'm probably just going to write my roast ahead of time and just say it there. Well, we want – I wanted to record it. Like I was going to make well, an episode. No, no, no. I will, I will say it as well on the, 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 on the show. The pod. Oh, just repeat it? Say, yeah. Even though I'll be like – Oh, okay, I'll act so, surprised. So then it, I'll kind of have a live audience to gauge of what I what I can build on, what didn't hit, you know, that type yeah. of thing. I'm a good sport. Well, you'll be sitting in the chair, right? Yeah. Well, no, I won't, I won't no, be sitting I, in the no, chair. I'm just kidding. That's just what they do. I'll be sitting in the chair in here because we sit in chairs in the studio. Which, by the way, uh, no technical difficulties today, which... It was awesome. It was awesome. And well, all, guess, the, all the booths are actually empty. Like, yeah. We're the only ones in here. It yeah. honestly feels like a dream. Yeah. I actually set a reservation. We got here. This is our home studio. This is home base. Yeah. And we were able to do the show with no problems. Yep. It was good. And also, um, I don't know if any of you guys have checked the YouTube page recently, but uh, there's like four more episodes on there today that I got on there. In case you didn't listen to this the In case on you Spotify. Listen, well, no, here's the thing. Well, some people, it's just easier for them to look at it on YouTube or show other people. But That's um. Fair. Yeah, so I I only was able to do four. I had like six left to go, but yeah. I'm pretty sure my computer was going to go into cardiac arrest if I kept pushing it like that. It's fair. I, the fan needs to get clean on it because it's just it makes it's louder than a PS4 starting up, and I could I could cook or bake cookies on my keyboard with how hot my computer was getting today Damn. from it. It's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that's our show. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, so let's go, Masters, and see you next Wednesday. See you guys. Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Gloves, you are saying? 
me see my father talk, my expression, and I watch soon forward come. Big up, tune in.